Hello and welcome to Free Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends who have their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away with children. Don't want it breath because you find a wheelchair and you have a two to score food. Have their say on the Premier League. Ladies and gentlemen, the return. Oh my god. See, I, I was thinking that, mate. I was thinking, but I was going to be nice, you know, because this is, this is time back. It's here for Christmas. We decided to get him on. And you, you just want to go straight for the disability. It's not nice, Michael. I mean, it is. I mean, I mean, like I mean, I mean, I mean yep. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> when one was confined to a wheelchair. Yes. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> you for the last 74 weeks. Oh, mate, 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 mate. I mean, it's a good intro. It was, it was nice. It was precise. It was, it was exactly what we wanted. Yeah. It defines the podcast, does it not? It does, it does. We it does, all had our dreams taken away. Now, but it does a little lesser now, but Darren's back. Yeah, hello, it's been a while. Is that it? Wrong. <laughs> what, 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 Is that it? Is that it? My guy has, what's it? The absent member of Freeman Field in his, in his Twitter bio. Rough. And he's like, you know what? What's up, guys? You look like, it's a joyous return. I want, I want tears, man. You want tears? Where's the tears at? Hey, man, don't cry around here still. I mean, man, don't cry. No, about that shit. Anyway, I'm glad to be right, back. Sometimes. <laughs> there you go. It's okay to cry, it's kids. It's okay to cry, guys. It's okay, it's okay to, cry, to guys. cry, kids. Yeah. I'm glad to be back. Um, still listening. Still enjoying the pod. Good content. Um, so, yeah. Well done. Yeah, well, wow. I don't know what you want me to say. Like. Darren, get out. Yeah, so you go back in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here to listen to us bicker and quarrel amongst each other. What you're here, why you're here, is what you're here. Shut up! <laughs> and he came for me. Shut up! He's expecting me to do some long thing. I like to go five takes for the intro as well. What's that? Five takes. It took us three. Thank you very much. To say the same sentence you've been saying. So. Hey, it's you in it. Go away. We've been fighting. It's been five weeks. So now you come back, and I'm muttering, I'm stumbling over my words, man. Get out of here. But. But Premier League review, halfway review—that's the name. So you obviously got got all the info you needed in that uh, in that title. But where are we gonna start, guys? Bottom or the top? Bottom up. I mean, I'd say top down because it's no, it's no longer exciting. Oh yeah, that's true. There, there is there is no title. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll start there, and you can like doze off. <laughs> Once we can, we're done with these guys. But yeah, City City's won the league. Yeah. Um, so so you, you're away for like two months. You forgot to to speak into the microphone, have you? No, I was just I was just wow. <laughs> wow. Are you trying to say won't pick up if I was just looking at something else? Exactly, Darren. All right, shit. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Yeah. So City at the moment scored sixty goals and conceded twelve. It's a bit mad. I mean, like, and they don't even look like. They don't look like losing games, even when they're not playing well. They just look like they're going to just keep grinding out goals from places. And what I've noticed recently is City is scoring a lot more from set pieces where they're not actually playing at their best level. Or they'll get a goal from a set piece and it'll start kicking off their performance like Spurs last week. But even in the derby against United, they didn't play exceptionally well. Pop two goals from set pieces. From mistakes from set pieces. Yeah, but you know... From mistakes by Lukaku. From set pieces. From set pieces. Yeah. Low Kaku, you mean. Throwback. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, Pep's team is looking imperious. They, they look like they've got... Uh, Football word. Yeah, man. I respect it. 
I've got to make an impression, haven't I? FM, <laughs> FM, FM words, man. FM words. But anyway. They're looking really good. And they look like they've got the most efficient way to win football games at the moment. Because they know teams are going to come with the low block and hope that they get a set piece or a, or a, um, a one breakaway and go from there to score. So they make it so hard, not only for the teams to win the ball back, but for them to break because of the positions that they get the opposition stuck in. Um, and I don't think that the Premier League has teams only at the moment that are brave enough to actually attack City and go mano um, mano against them. But I think that's toe more, to toe. Yeah, I think that's more because City's resources are so much bigger than everybody else's and their players are so much better than everybody else's. Like, City have got players in their bench that would start for a team that is directly behind them. Like Bernardo Silva is on the bench, but would start for United. Okay, yeah, I can agree yeah. with that. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 just it's completely different the level of squad depth that they've got. But hopefully, because the title race is pretty much over, you've got to hope that it goes next season to getting people to want to change things so that we see a little bit more of an active. Um, title race title race yeah it's sad because the previous years like the title races and the bottom the the relegation race is usually over by with two games to go and it's getting sad now because this is the excitement like I mean you guys don't like the excitement because of what City did that year no do you know what though do but, you know what though I miss that that's this, what I'm saying this is I would say this is a lot this is demoralising in a completely different way um, the thing that burned about the um, Aguero moment and City's goal in the last way that won them the title was that it was so close. Mm. The thing that it is, this is like death by a thousand punches because City are clear. Like, they are so clear. It's unbelievable. They have got a 20-plus goal, a 21-plus goal difference on United. Um, on, on top of the points... Um, that they've got on, on, top, on top of Man United as well. Um, that is the team that's second. And it's just, there, is, there really isn't really much you can do about it. So it's like a race for second. And nobody really is on that. Mm. Nobody's really on that. So you you got teams just trying to make sure that they've got their Champions League spaces. But that matters more to teams like Arsenal, Liverpool and Tottenham than just to United and Chelsea. United and Chelsea want to challenge. Mm. So it's just a bit, it's a bit weird. Ask who who's going to stop City this year? Are they going to go unbeaten? Probably not, because they'll probably get to the point where they look at the Champions League and be like, if we start playing our full strength team here, we've got a better chance, especially with a favourable draw against Basel. Um, so they might rotate a little bit in um, the league, which might, you know, mm. lead to them dropping points to get some bummy team. Call Michael, what are you doing? Beautiful, Michael. <laughs> Signing for at least five minutes. <laughs> come back in. Yeah, but there's not much to say in it. They're doing well. Oh, you're angry, Michael. I'm not angry. I'm it's just, there's not much to say. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing well. They're doing well. They're doing well. They're doing well. Race for top four because that's a thing. It, it's been made a thing. Yeah. Oh, hi guys, Leicester one main eight no. You see why I'm tired, do I care? <laughs> right. Um 
Yeah. No, they've they've dominated the season, haven't they? Um, the depth that they signed from the beginning. That's what you have to do. You sign quality. Mm. I said it last week. Why have Man United spent six hundred million and we're still playing seven of the eleven players in from Sachs Ferguson's time? You know what I mean? Some of them obviously the hair you can get past. Rashford's young. Lingard was sent on loan how many times? So boy. Lingard was playing a load of derby. Exactly. So at the end of the day, it shows the difference in efficiency at the clubs. I'll go on to Man United later on, but when mm. when the time comes to it, because there's a lot to say about them. But um, see, I've dominated. I don't think they're gonna. No, I think when you say on chapter, them focusing on Champions League, maybe I think they'll lose maybe one or two games tops. But I think that'll be. I've, I I don't know how many people will disagree with me. I know a lot of people disagree with me. I don't care. Mm. Arsenal and Liverpool, but the teams to beat them. And or those are the teams I think that would beat them. I think Arsenal because Wenger does have Pep's number. It's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why. But he oft I think in terms of head to head, he's he's yeah he's above them. He's dominating that head to head. He is. So I, maybe I, I, maybe I think, I think Arsenal will probably be the two teams. I think it'll be car crash games, um, just like it was on Friday. Mm. Um, <laughs> Screw you. Well, that's, it, that's, it. that's the only <laughs> way. That's you, the way can do That's the only way you, you have to attack City to beat City. Liverpool press and when Liverpool were playing City, even though City destroyed. City destroyed them by the scoreline when when it was head to head and before the on um, the red card Liverpool were in the game yeah. and then like I said I think it was a bad mistake it was a big mistake to put Salah I wasn't thinking by himself as striker be careful you know he get back for this yeah? no no but, I'm, <laughs> I'm, but it's, for me it's a point of keeping him at wide where it was flourishing because mm. he was making runs where the fullbacks weren't there if the centre backs and Fernandinho are staying there, there's not going to be gaps for him to make the runs in behind because it's not allowed to happen. Yeah. So, so keep him out wide so they can make those runs cut in and score. That's been most of, that's been most of the success this season. That's why I thought they went wrong in that game. But anyway, regardless of that, I think they were lost that game, and they did. But I think Arsenal and Liverpool will be the two teams to beat them. Mm-hmm. But if not, then I don't see anyone's beating them. I'm being very very honest. So in terms of the top four race, yeah. So let's let's so. Disclosure: We're recording before what's it? The game on Boxing Day. So our table right now is City top, United second, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. I'm not even gonna mention Burnley. I'm not even. No, I'm not gonna mention them. Burnley as well. You can't say I don't want to mention them when they're when they're literally two points off Arsenal. FC dash. I mean, they got hammered <laughs> by my Spurs today, but still. Mm. Um, so, who's, who's who's getting top four? United, Chelsea, Tottenham. Yeah, I'm inclined to to agree with that. Not Liverpool. Um, no, no. So on the basis Again, that defensively, yeah. A, it, I know people can. I know people will fight against it, but the fact is, you can score as many goals as you want. When you're leaking the goals that you're leaking, Tottenham have been a bit average this season, but. They don't leak those kind of goals on a consistent basis. Well, I mean, when Dyer's there, they do. But, <laughs> you know, when Danis and Sanchez is next to Vertonghen, they're comfortable. When Alderweireld comes back with a Vertonghen, they'll be comfortable. That's how they defend, you know. So, I think they'll be fine. Liverpool can get there, more than Arsenal, in my opinion. But, um, it'll take it'll take a January transfer window of him signing capable defenders mm, for that yeah. to change. No. If he doesn't do that, then same old, same old. I feel like Liverpool are playing, and this can be backed up by the the um, the media praise that they get. They've got especially going forward. They're playing 
as close or their front three or front four if you include Coutinho are playing as close to their optimum level that they can um, whereas Spurs haven't been great this year and they've had their best defender out injured he's going to be injured until February um, Deli Alli's been a bummy for uh, about a month and a half he's been real bad yeah, a month and a half boy. Yeah. I think at the season, very least the whole season he's been um, so, and they're and they just racking up the results to come fifth that's not to say that I don't think Liverpool have a chance I think it's going to be touch and go having said that I just think that Spurs have more tools on top of that Spurs worked them at Wembley and again this is a Spurs team that hasn't been great all season yeah and Liverpool, Liverpool will give you these dumb results against teams they should be cleaning away. I mm. don't think Spurs will do that, especially when their team gets to a point where they're starting to play at optimum level. Because if if Spurs are playing as well as Liverpool were playing this year, even though there's only a place that um between them, Spurs will be clear of of, yeah, of Liverpool. Because they have that defensive solidarity, yeah. minus Dyer. Yeah, he's also he's <laughs> no, he's being fraud. Really well. like this no, year. because he's he's no, because was, I, I actually I actually do like Dyer, mm. but Dyer's not a, a capable centre back because he doesn't read the game in that position very well. As a defensive midfielder, when he was playing there, what he had to do was just essentially chase the ball where the player had and then close him down. Mm. And he had them barely doing the box to box, so he'll cover the space that he's left. So if the ball's passing to there, he retains the ball from there. Mm. That was a simple job for him. Now he's a centre back. He doesn't watch his defensive line. Like he just he doesn't he just it's like he doesn't know how to actually defend the the art of tackling is not in his game yeah and he doesn't have a first touch he's not as technically gifted as some of the players around him so he's already lost in that kind of dynamic with the rest of the team and look that that game against City is is sus is perfect for me the ball comes it's quite simple for you to get a touch I don't know what you did and then you leave Laurie in a difficult position obviously he left his legs open poor but big mistakes mm. and he, that's been happening for Tottenham for a while a lot of goals they concede have come from Dyer's side and it's just factual mm. so they need Odero back or they need to keep playing Sanchez and hopefully he stays um, fit yeah. fit and out, no suspensions for him also there's an argument that if everybody's fully fit Dyer doesn't even get in the team now oh yeah you've no got, no that's fact you could have Wanyama Wanyama and Dembele in front of the back three of Odero Sanchez and Vertonghen and then you've obviously got Alisson or Ericsson and Ali behind Harry Kane. And the obvious wing-back choices. Yeah, but um, Chelsea will be fine as yeah. well. And yeah, Chelsea are fine. Chelsea are fine. United will be in there, but United have a lot of problems that they need to sort out. And it's not just Mourinho. No, Mourinho... It's not just Mourinho, it's not just Lukaku. There's a whole myriad of issues in that club, bro. Mourinho is only a problem because we know that Mourinho is going to be short-term. And there are no. long-term problems at Man United. Yeah. And we don't think... I'm not saying he's going to be short-term because I don't think he's good enough. I just don't see this working out well see, for the see, parties see, the thing is, even if we were a manager that was in his mind and want to stay there for years upon years... I just don't think it's going to happen. It's n- nothing's going to work because... Football, the game has changed, yeah. Mm. But structuring a club, it remains the same. When City were going through the promotions of trying to get Pep and make it attractive for him to come to the club... They started signing. Uh, they brought in Tixie, yeah, yeah. For, for into the club, and they started molding the club, working with the um the money they spent on the academy, all that stuff, to mold it into a club that he is comfortable with. And Tixie is key in that because he went to Barcelona. What can we do here 
to make it comfortable for Pep Guardiola to join the club. To be real. And they did that for him. Yeah. Now, at United, when um, Sarah Ferguson joined them, he was almost close to being sacked. Then he won the FA Cup. But within that, he was working with David Hill. Or Hill, you know, like he's Spanish. David Gill. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, him and David Gill became a partnership where it was like, you're my chief executive. I want you to do this for me for transfers. I want you to help me with this. We'll drop a list. I'll get my They basically run the club. Yeah, we do it together. We do the main things of the club. Now, you got with Woodward, where it was is he came in, he let Moyes change everything within the club. And then he said, you know what? I want to sign. I want a model where we sign the best players. I want to splash this money. I want to show our power. Mm. Man United was never about showing our power. Our power was shown on the pitch. Mm. Our power was shown in the league, buying players from other clubs yeah. in the buying league. Buying the best domestic You don't players, need to yeah. go and spend. And I know the game's changed. So 89 million and that now it's going to be, that kind of, those kind of things are going to become common at place. some point common. Yeah. But that was not the point. It wasn't just, oh, we've got 89 million. Or we've got, at that time, we have 30 million. We can go and splash on anyone we want. Mm. It was, we have 30 million, but it'll be one 30 million signing every two or three transfer windows just to see who we can bring in. Mm. There's no structure to the club. So, no, I feel like no one in the board knows exactly what their role is. Woodward interferes too much in affairs. And that's the problem it goes with the manager and the players because if there's no structure at the club, there's no philosophy anymore. Manager Van Hal, um Moyes came in, his philosophy is 10 times different to Van Hal. Van Hal goes out. Mourinho comes in. Apart from their attitudes, their philosophies are very, very different. Again, so now players are starting to learn, have to learn new things. When City sacked Mancini, Pellegrino came in. When Pellegrino left, Pellegrini. Pellegrini, sorry, when Pellegrini left, Pep came in. But again, manager that knows how to play passing football, a manager that then know that his philosophy is passing to Pep, who's tiki taka from originator, originator, all that stuff. So. There's a clear progression in managers. That's what we used to praise Southampton for. All the managers have the same philosophy. You know what I'm saying? That's how you build a club. So your, very, your style is, um, I'd say, very similar to Real Madrid's where the players will always stay there, but the managers are, are the ones that spend the Constantly, that's, 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 that's what it with, is. With, with Real Madrid, though, is that they always had managers, that, like you said, that complement each other. Yeah, but also with Madrid now is that when Zidane came in, Everything changed for them. They realised that they needed that structure. Mm. I always say this. In regards to the Messi and Ronaldo thing, the reason why I feel Messi excelled from, I think, 2010 to... Oh, no, no. So I'll say 2009 to 2014 and then Ronaldo 2014 to now is because with Messi, you had your core. Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta. And then the two players that were besides him going forwards, no matter who it was, he's the key man. But everything behind him is solid. Mm. And then slowly, Xavi... Xavi um, left he's retired Andre Gomez Rakitic these are different players coming in the, the philosophy is starting to change now they're playing 4-4-2 whereas at Real Madrid you had the mirror of just let's sign a superstar let's sign a superstar then it was like okay we've got Modric and Kroos Casemiro that midfield doesn't change mm. you've got your back four That's that the- back four doesn't change so when Ronaldo's up front with Benzema Bale Asensio Isco Kovacic no matter who it is we know who the key man is we know he can work with all of them but that main base is there. We always talk about a team having a core. Mm. Madrid used to struggle with having a core. Barca had that. So that's why Ronaldo's now able to excel and they started to win those trophies mm. because they went for a barren spell of not even going through the Champions League first knockout round. Now they're consistently destroying people in the Champions League. And that's what I'm talking about here. And that's why City are starting to progress because City have built that and they've got a core. 
you know, they said Bravo wasn't doing good enough. So they brought Ederson in. Ederson's there. And then John Stones. And then KDB, Silver. And if Silver goes, Bernardo Silver walks in. Mm. And Aguero goes, Jesus walks in. Mm. And you've got your pieces, your Sterling, your Sane around him, who also contribute massively. So at United, the Hayes there, centre backs really hasn't got a call. Bay is probably going to be the core centre back. But he's, he's, he's quite injured. injury prone as well. He's injured. Also, he, he's the type of centre back that he needs somebody um, to be alongside him who's also solid. Exactly. To cover because he goes out and attacks he's a, the ball. He's, he's, a stop, a he's a stopper. Yeah. He wants to go at you and get the ball from you and then play it on. Yeah. Um, Pogba, and then, but, and then, yeah, I guess it'll be, it'll be Lukaku. But again, that's piece, based on fee, not, not talent. Though, yeah, exactly. No, but, because, the, but then again, the pieces around them keep changing. The midfield at Madrid has not changed. If it's, it's, it's changed, it's changed for one or two games where they feel, you know, we can rest you. But when it comes to the core important moments, they're there. United. Marshall starts one week. Dennis Rashford with Lingard there. No, Matt will be there. Mkhitaryan will be there now. Herrera will be there. Matic will be there. McTominay will be there. Darmian, Blind, Shaw, Young, Valencia, Rojo, Jones, Small. There's not one... For a manager that is, I'd say, built on loyalty to his... His, his, his reputation is built on loyalty to his players. Yeah. This Mourinho doesn't seem to have that instilled. Like, with, with his team at Chelsea... Like the first first year, first time he went there, you, you'd know that Lampard would start, McAlady would always be there, Terry, Czech, Jogba. Uh, Jogba would always start as well. But there's a reason for that. Um, the, Ma- the Man United team um, sort of... Look, that's what I was yeah. thinking of as well. The, the Man United team looks like uh, a team with no clear transfer policy. Yeah, there um, is no transfer so policy. So, from going, going forwards... No, there is a transfer. Go, go. It's, it's the galactical mode, no. though. So it's not about what the team needs. It's more about what the brand needs. Well, yeah, because we're a money-making machine. Remember that time period where we were just saying bare sponsorship deals? This is what I'm talking about. There's the, the, identity, the identity of the club, there is no identity anymore. So the identity of Maynard is selling off his history to make as much money as he is. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's so, what Maynard did. Right? So, you know, that's why there's no clear, that's why there's nothing, there's no clear plan. Like everything has, um, you have to plan accordingly to see how your team will progress. We won the league in two thousand and three, yeah. Because I'm telling you, football for me that that, that structuring that will never change. We won the league in two thousand and three, oh four, oh five, oh six. Arsenal, Chelsea, Chelsea. We didn't win anything apart from the league cup. Went to FA Cup final. We lost to you guys. Yeah. What was happening within those three years? Rooney came in. Ronaldo came in. At some point, Anderson came in. Carrick, and then later on, a year later, after we won the league, Hargus came in. You're adding pieces. And, that, and then what it was, was I always say, dominating your league before you try and concentrate on Europe. Yeah. On that though, as a, as a counter, Ferguson had the time to do that. The thing yes, is, no, no, wait, no, wait, the time is no, the, he had the time to do that. But again, the club had a clear structure. A plan was put yes, in motion. But if Fergie said, would, but if <laughs> but around that time, if Fergie was to go, your next manager would have been Sven. Well, yeah. Well, I don't. So the thing is, though, yeah, the thing is, though, I don't know. I don't know what kind of conversations they had with Sven because if Sven, if the conversation went, this is how the club is run, and it's how we want to do things. Because I know David Gill was not uh, considering retiring at that time, so he would want someone that works in the same way to continue that thing. So if it was going to work in that way, then I would have no complaints. But I don't know. I don't know because I I only know Sven on an international level, and I you know how I with managers come from international to club. I don't really like it. Well, Sven cities. 
proof it, proofing it. There you go. So, so but Sven, Sven also did a lot more success closer to that period at Lazio. Oh that's yeah, yeah he, he was made, at Lazio. That's where yeah. he made his name. So I think it's quite difficult with Sven. Um, but if you look at current day United, there's nothing to tell me that if Mourinho sat down with the owners and was like, look, okay, right, I want this to be my long term job. It's the one hole in my career. I've not really had a long term job. There is no reason for me to believe that. Um, Maynard wouldn't wouldn't give him the opportunity to have that long term succession, especially off winning three trophies, well two and a half trophies last season, and especially the fact that there is nobody left. It's three trophies, mm. bro. There is no, there is nobody left, because no. whoever Lee after Marini, but. I'd also say that Mourinho fits the brand more than he does the club. I mean, the football you've been playing is as even though you're scoring goals, it's been barren. It's been it's been quite dreadful to watch, especially against the big teams. But what his antics off the pitch is what probably attracted. I forgot. I forgot his name. Woodward to Mourinho in the first place. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Because you all know that his Mourinho wasn't first choice when Fergie left. No, it was. It was Pep. Yeah. <laughs> but so I think, like, once again, I'm going back to it, but the brand needs a name attached to attached to it rather than the, more than the club. And yes, you've won trophies. Europa League's a good one, obviously, but the League Cup? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we can't be looking down on trophies. Because you say that, but when, when other teams win it, you say, oh, it was a shit trophy. No, to be honest, no, no, not us really. two don't say that, bro. Oh, how, no, no, how, no, 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 no. Because how, I'm telling you right now to go for that Europa League, bro. How, I also, want to go for the no, Europa League. Not only that, how, how, how many times on this podcast, now and previously, have we criticised Pochettino for looking down at a League Cup or an FA Cup when that is an opportunity for them to actually springboard themselves mm. and I am, I am, I am a strong advocate of if it goes in your trophy cabinet, it's a damn trophy. It's so a, if you win the charity shield for the whole season, that's your trophy. You didn't go trophyless. And that's factual. I don't care. You can look at me that way. Look at, it's, it's simple as this here. That's one one. Yeah, yeah we know. Yeah, I know. Bummy night. Listen, <laughs> you, you have to, all of these tra- trophies and all that will come if the structure is in place. Tottenham is an example. Now, they're not an example of winning trophies, but what it is, is that... Trof- but can you argue that's... I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be biased here or anything. Can oh, no, you no. argue that's a successful mould? Because, yes, they've had that structure in place, but it's not... I'm not it's, 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 it, it becomes successful when... It becomes, it becomes successful when you win things. But what I'm trying to say is, over the years, they've started to slowly build... Because Tottenham were just any of the only clubs in the Premier League that are like, oh, look, I think we can get this player. I think it'd be a good addition to the squad, make us stronger. That's what it was. And then, dare I say, Harry Rennock came in and they started bringing in um, Bale Sight going left midfield. Um, Van der Vaart came in. He made good decisions. It started, yeah, it started, it started changing bit by Even bit. Even though he's a checkbook manager. He, he, he was after, he was, I hate that term. I hate I hate that. But does that not perfectly describe Harry Redknapp? I hate that term. What what, what describes Harry Redknapp is a wheelie dealer. Checkbook manager doesn't mean anything. I hate that term. That term for me is... Because every manager who's got the opportunity to spend spend is going to spend. Especially in the league where the league is constantly training. I want to be a Yeah, but... I can argue. Look at Portsmouth and where they are now. He spent the cash. No, he spent the cash. boy. Spending the cash available... Is different to not to overspending. It depends. Whether you're successful or not with the money you spend, yeah? That chat button because look for me. I'm, I'm, I want to be a manager. If someone says to me, Yeah, here's you know, here's 400 million, go slap it around here. Yeah? And someone, I'll, I'll be on Twitter forever. Someone tweets <laughs> me and says, Someone tags me in and says, Oh, Michael Osse is nothing more than a check, checkbook manager. I'll be like, If someone gives me the P, yeah, 
I will spend the money. I'm, I bet you if your, your same favourite manager was given that guap, he would say, you know what? I'm going to slap 400 million on any players I want right now mm. because the money is available. On top and of that's that, what, fans will be the first one to say with their chest that they're annoyed that the, t- the team aren't being reinvested in when the team isn't being reinvested and in. And do I hear that term as well more than anything? Because there's a lot of fans here of certain clubs, certain clubs, you're not one of them because you have common sense, but certain clubs... <laughs> Yeah, they'll come out and scream, this guy's a checkbook manager, Pep is a checkbook manager. Oh, you talk but about, then are you talking you're, about you're screaming for your manager and your team to be spending that same guap. Are you talking about them the, them economists with the phone intelligence? There you go. What are you doing like that for? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking he, about. Net spend. He, 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 Net spend he described it. That in that, in, that scom- that in that sentence, I knew this guy's foolish. But anyway... Oh. God. Back to Man United. <laughs> Man United are not going to make any progress, whether it's a short-term manager or long-term manager, whether it's, it's a phenomenal, a, a team of phenomenal players or not, because Real Madrid had a squad full of phenomenal players. Ronaldo, Zidane, they won one Champions League, one Liga. What else did they add to that, that team? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. then when they got this team full of world-class players, but built genuinely as a squad, look at the success now. So, Man United, until that structure w- starts to be fix- fixed and everything comes in it's a long way to go before because the team's not good bruv no it's not the team's not good it's not manager's it's got, it's got, it's got two big names the manager's mixing and matching to be honest um, he's the loyalty thing is he is loyal to players isn't it I think he still is but what he's doing now is he's also trying to be weirdly tough on them in, in, a, in a way that's not working the Mkhitaryan thing, for example. No, actually, the lost, the lost to um, Bristol City. But it's to there's his some, detriment. There's though. some exactly. So I don't know why he does it. There's some yeah. players. There's some players that will turn to the office, and there's some players who don't want to. Talk, talk, there's talk. a reason why he does this because let's be completely honest with you. Mourinho has his favourites. No, we know he, that. No, we know that. He will dig out players that he wants to dig out with his chest. No, we know that because he he wants to make them but, know that. But this is what I talk about adaptability because when I used to, the reason I I get I love Sats Ferguson and Arsenal Winger so much is because. Every time, not current Arsenal Wenger. Okay, that's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but <laughs> just reason, had to get it in there. The reason why I love those two so much is because as the game was changing bit by bit, and we saw the different attitude of players coming in, mm. we were able to. Those two were able to adapt their managerial styles. At some point, I remember Ryan Giggs said, "This guy stopped using the hair dry treatment," and you're thinking he's fixing there. Like, why would you do that? Cantona got treated differently to everybody else, despite Cantona being quite hothead. Mm. Why would you do that? But it's because you done who the players are. Mm. I understand him saying, you know, I'm going to treat everyone the same way, but you have to also know the squad you have and yeah. know how to treat different players differently. Because if you continue to do this, whether they're going to be upset or going to have a revolt or want to leave the club or not, they might say, I want to say Man United because it's Manchester United, but they're not going to play for you the same way. Yeah. You know, apparently, Lukaku's upset because Marine of. Uh, I think Ibra did something and his ego is getting in the way. Like he's, 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 up, said that, he's upset that he's not, he's not checked him. Having said okay. that, Ibra, Ibra shouldn't be a main head. Well, Ibra, should, Ibra where, should not be a main where, head. Where, right where, whether he should or shouldn't, Mourinho should find a way to try and swallow that situation if it's true. Tell is, Lukaku is, is, to is shut a, the fuck up. Alleged, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, start that, there. Yeah, because you're not performing. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, all right, Lukaku isn't performing, right? We can all agree on that. Yes. All right. We could also agree on the fact that Zlatan probably shouldn't be a main United right now, right? Yeah. So you know... I think... I'd say... One more year was perfect. Zlatan Ibrahimovic... One more year was what perfect. He, what his role should be is 
tutoring Lukaku. But once again, Lukaku's ego gets in gets because in the way. Because he thinks that both of their egos are no, getting yeah, in the way. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't yeah, think Zlatan's no. getting... If Zlatan, Zlatan was told, Zlatan, can you help this guy develop? Zlatan is played... I think, he'd, Zlatan. I think he'd honestly say to himself, I'm that such a guy. Of course he wants to be I think it'd be very. I think it'd be very, very, very interesting if you look at the way that Ibra did Cavani at PSG... But Cavani was a was, was the, at, at peak the way, age. The way he did Cavani at and PSG, Cava- and Ca- you don't think he's go- he would do Lukaku the same? Cavani's at peak age, and Ca- there was no way Cavani, with all his connections back home in Uruguay, would want to would want to take anything from Zlatan. So he had to do talking on the pitch, and he did. Because you're still stuck Look at the way goals. Cavani's on Neymar. So you think that, that uh, yeah, uh, actually on that because you're talking about him being put onto the right wing. That's what Lukaku apparently was mad about. So Zlatan came on, and he said to Lukaku, "You have to go out wide." Lukaku said, "Why?" Well, consider the situation. An old 36-year-old guy that's not got the pace to go on the wing is going there, yeah? But people are are shouting that he should play 10. Well, well, the thing is, if he plays 10, the reason I don't have an issue with that is because I still think he's positionally intelligent. So I feel like he'd be able to adapt to the role quite comfortably and also one of the things that he's that he always drops drops deep anyway he lets you come and yeah. collect the ball yeah. that's but, because he wants to get involved but, but i don't think he has i don't think he has the 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 he's not got the agility and the ability to to move he hasn't, he's got the strength he hasn't, he, hasn't got agility, he hasn't got agility but yeah but he's got what, the strength and he's got and he's got the name to draw players towards it, him it depends so what, that, that creates space it depends what number 10 you're looking for because because I look at number 10 right okay I look at number 10 you're thinking Burkamp no 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 no. I'm not thinking Burkamp when, when I look at number 10 these days okay I'm looking at players like Mata I'm looking at players like Dybala those like those sort of like players that could drop in collect the ball turn pick a pass out but they're nimble they're not this doesn't really have to be quick but it's able to to move in tight spaces because very much the 10 gets the ball at the most congested areas of the pitch where there's the, where, where they're pressed the most and I don't think Zlatan is very press resistant other than putting his arm but, out to stop people okay so alright in tight spaces but do you think Zlatan's I feel like I, feel, I mean me personally I feel like Zlatan would be intelligent enough to go and find the spaces and use because that's yeah. what that's what Mkhitaryan was doing a little bit Mkhitaryan's yeah. game is trying to find not tight spaces, He's, but open spaces where he can then cut the ball and do damage. Right. But then he wasn't producing most of the time. Mm. He started off one and it fell off. Maybe Zlatan can... That's maybe that's what Mourinho's thinking. I don't know. I'm with I, you. I want Matter number 10. I would have preferred... I would have preferred we let Zlatan go, try to get Ozil at number 10. Arsenal won't know where No, no, but I'm just saying that. Like, like, a, like a proper 10. Because if you look at it this way, we've got... Zlatan's probably on the most money. Right. No, he's not. Is he not? He's on 125. Oh, he's on. A, he's still on a decent wage. Yeah, he's on a decent he's wage. He's done. For Zlatan, no? For Zlatan. Irrelevant. He's still... No, no it is irrelevant. It, it is irrelevant. In our circumstance, yeah, of course. I mean, we'd all want 125k no, no, a week, no, I'm but... Even, I'm not even talking about it in a financial sense. That's money. That's wages that could be going to a young G or a couple mm. good up-and-coming players. We're paying this for somebody who is going to be lucky to have 10 to 15 appearances in all competitions uh, okay. by the end of the season. I, I hear that, but deep, 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 the problem, the problem with, not, it's not a problem with football, actually, it's not a problem, but deep what it is now in football, these young players are now going to clubs for these big man wages anyway. So if he goes off the bill 125, a young man is coming in for 100k anyway. Yeah. 
especially, you know what I mean? especially at United. Especially at United. If Lingard and them men are collecting big wages like Lingard that, just got this new contract before that. He was on a third of that. Yeah, but if he's collecting big, if Ashley Young's collecting big wage, if Fellaini's collecting big wage, these guys, knowing that they are capable of upset, yeah, usurping Ashley, them, let's be real, but Ashley Young, Ashley Young, as dead as he is, right, he can walk into the graduation position and say, I have been a mainstay at the main United team so the contract the contract has you know it, it, okay because I, I had an argument with some people with Wayne Rooney I said look Wayne Rooney's been captain he won this many trophies club record, club record goal scorer people will say 250k a week he kind of earned it you know what I mean they, they'll say that but at the same time what does it matter when this guy goes out and another young guy comes in and spends all that money anyway like the game's the game right now but on United as a total yeah it's just one big mess and I'm 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 I don't know. You can call me old school. I'm a I'm a guy. I don't do this head coach nonsense. I need I need to be the manager. I need to know that number one, it's just class philosophy. And if you ain't got no philosophy, let me do my thing. I don't need people interfering in my affairs. But that's what keeps happening, and no one knows what they're doing at the club. So until that happens, it's gonna be a mess. I don't know how many games they're gonna win. I don't know how many trophies they're gonna win. The one Europa League. Alright, then what are you gonna do after that? You said though, if we win Champions League somehow by God's grace, I'll try to chat shit. I know United are going to win the Champions League. Gonna be, gonna it's going to be this. No, I said, I said by God's grace. You see what I'm saying? It's going to be disgusting. I can't know. Like I'm not saying it's final. Like it's, yeah. like it's final. But no, I, no. something's telling me that you're going to you're gonna nick gonna it. Get knocked out after if, we face Sevilla. If we somehow win Champions League. No, bro. Well, this guy's saying no, nah, bro. Like, as if this is impossible. It's impossible. You're in the competition. It's impossible on this earth. It's not impossible, man. Porto won the Champions League, man. By popping us as well, you know. Exactly. You can you can nick some you can nick some some results. But anyway, so and it's this pains me, but we have to talk about you got you guys. Not me. Fuck Arsenal. Tottenham. No. Uh, so mid table area. We given the anti black team their dues. Yes, we are the racist <laughs> team. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Burnley with their their racist manager Sean Dash. You 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 want us to to give give you evidence? Well, only one black player in his team. Also, he's probably going to leave in January. It's mad, but yeah, um, <laughs> but only a seventh right now. Yep, doing quite well. They're doing well, man. For for them, they're doing exceptionally yeah, well. Exactly, actually. especially considering that they don't have the funds to to warrant being in that position. But they've definitely overachieved, and we've got to give Sean Judge. We've got to say he's doing a good job because it'd be stupid not to because really they've probably got one of the lowest budgets in the league. Probably the lowest. Um, Actually, no, maybe Crystal Palace. No, 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 no not Palace. I'd, I'd probably say Huddersfield. No, Huddersfield. I think Huddersfield would have a, a foreign owner. That doesn't necessarily correlate to money. It does. Pa- Compared to English. Crystal Palace is also a London club. London clubs will have more money than you think. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Have, easily. You, have you seen that Tim Pot Crystal Palace Court Stadium? It, yeah, the, the stadium the, is shy, no, they, but they, that they, doesn't mean they've that really, they can't they've have money. really put their, they're going to fix it up now. Yeah, and also, oh, are they? <laughs> they're, they're really, London, it's really done. They're, they're a London really club done. with American owners as well. Palace. Yes. The, yeah. No, no, no. He is the face. It's like you know when oh. Spurs. Spurs. Special rich backup. Yeah. The I've, got, got, yeah. the I've got you now. And they're in London club. There is no way, no way. Right. Anyway, yeah, Burnley. Burnley, yeah, they've 
They've just they're mad functional. Like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> what? They're like that. You know that really ugly car that just gets you from A to B. Like the first car you get, a Volkswagen Polo yeah, or something like that. First car you get, yeah. You know, you you just started driving the car that you know it's gonna get mad bumps and scrapes <laughs> because you've not quite got great at it yet. But it just keeps getting you from A to B. That's mm. what Burnley are. Mm. Everybody, one one plus one goal difference. What bugs me about Burnley though? Everybody gasses Burnley in the way that everybody every time Burnley scores a goal that isn't poverty. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yes. oh, Burnley don't just score these long yeah, goals. Right? Oh, sensationalism mean, at its finest. Let's completely be real. They are Premier League footballers at the same time. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I think Burnley were the few teams where it's more about the manager than it is about the players. Mm. Because there's no, there isn't. Looking at the table, you've got Leicester, Everton, and Watford directly beneath Burnley. And I would prefer each one of those squads tenfold over Burnley's squad. Mm-hmm. Th- that's how good a job that Sean Dyche is mm. doing. Also, we all know Marcus Marcus Silva's doing. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But no, they're, they're doing well. It's um, I think what it is is that obviously they had their first. Well, not first, but because they faced some other clubs this season already. But the big test was Tottenham because now they're in that bracket of yeah. you know you guys are in the top seven I guess so mm. let's see what we can do against the guys around you and they got pop 3-0 so if they're going to stay in that position I think what they're going to have to do is realise these big boys are going to try and shut you down as quick as possible Yeah. but if you beat the guys below you be okay it wouldn't surprise me to see them finish seventh in total to be honest yeah, if no, they no, finish no. seventh they've had an unbelievable season yep and it's depending on how it goes with um the cup, tr- the cup trophies, yeah. they couldn't get a Europe League spot because of teams winning FA Cup yeah. and League Cup. Also, yeah. if 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 Dash in Europe, Burnley yeah. finish seventh, Dash can literally walk into any job with the Premier League that is not the top six. Yeah. Do you know that? He he will literally. Minus Arsenal. You think he has a Chelsea Arsenal job? You know what it is, yeah. I don't think he does. That's but, a, that's, but that's every, every wow. No, no. I don't think he. Sh- I don't think he does at all. But the thing is, everyone's starting to jump his name in there. That's because right. He's been banging and, that no, no, drum. No, 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 so no, no, no. But for some reason, I feel like the board will look at him because Cheap when the board said that Arsenal Wenger's overachieving, that scared me the life out of me. I'm not an Arsenal supporter in any way. Yeah. So bit. when they say that and they look at him and they're saying this guy's overachieving, I'm not trying to put two and two together to say overachieve, overachieve. Oh, let's put him in, but. It wouldn't surprise me to say, you know what? Let's have a look at Sean Dash and talk to him and see what he's saying. He's probably the cheaper option. Yeah, because the owners, the owners don't have the philosophy. It's only Wenger that has the philosophy. That's why the club still run the way he's doing it. I will break down in tears. I know you will. And stop supporting that club. The banter uh, are, will are be unreal. unreal. Oh, oh, you're gonna come back to Man United, yeah? I come back. I'm, I'm done with football. <laughs> I'm done with football. <laughs> the banter. The podcast will be over. Real. <laughs> you have man, to find a new host. Man, be a fan <laughs> of the Mumbai Indians instead. <laughs> The battle oh would actually be unreal. That would, unreal. That's poverty. That would pop, but no, fuck it. Um, have to mention Everton because I mean they've shot up the table since Allardyce takes. It wasn't that bad in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them please. <laughs> oh, they were big it. One W in the way up to 11th. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad in the first place. Oh, man. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> No, because I know I'm sick of that shit. Honestly, yeah, like they've what they had. I think they've lost. Well, I think one or two games since he came in. Yeah. Yeah. But really and truly, 
it wasn't that deep a situation because I know the gap between 11th and 20th is not that big. Not at all. But that's what that proves everything. You win one, two games, you're flying. What should Newcastle should Newcastle have sacked um, Benitez last week because they were 17th? They're 14th now. They won the game today. Who said it? Newcastle. I said, should they have sacked Benitez? Because... Oh, I thought you said they sacked him last week. No, no, what? Hold on. No. Should they have sacked him last week because yeah. they were 17th or 18th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They win one game, 14th. Oh, he's changed it again. He's working his magic. Yeah, but we all know why this is happening, man. No, fuck that, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, no, because it really pisses me off. I mean, so... Have you not deeped how much the, a, no. any given opportunity Roy Hodgson and... and oh, my God, yeah. I'm chucking, no, chucking every it. praise they can I've deeped them. it, yeah. But that's why it gets me so mad, because it's like... You might talk about magic. All right, cool. Roy Hodgson. You know, I'm even going to go on him, innit? Because he's still living off Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> but... But some Aladice has not worked any magic. Like, I always used to talk about this new manager effect when a manager comes in and they win games. That's essentially what's happened. I'm not forgetting that he was saying, I don't care if Unsworth was manager of that game. He was in charge because the guy standing in the stands, he spoke to Unsworth before. True. Unsworth saying, oh, it was my team. Bull- bullshit. Your team got put 5 1 by Atlanta at home. Yeah? You didn't work no magic there. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the Europa League? Yeah. He was fully in charge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. But no, but they're trying to say Answorth was in charge of that rubbish. Piss off. Exactly. At the end of the day, yeah, he hasn't watched any magic. One W you got to 11 means you weren't deep in the first place. You got another W, what? You're in the top 10 now. Mm-hmm. So how bad was your position really? True. You know I, I, mean? I apologise. But uh, moving on. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You were holding that in. Really bro, for were, time. Really really because were. this still goes back to fucking the bar situation. Because the bar... First game, they got slapped. Second game, they got slapped, but it was improvements. First game, they popped Burnley. They lost 1 0. Sean Dash stood there and said, Yo, how the hell do we win this game? Even he said that. You know what I mean? Fourth game, they came close. They slapped. I think, I think they had like 20 attempts. The other team had like four or five. They lost again. But the improvements were coming. The players were looking happier. The, the fans were like, <laughs> and then they sack him. Four games. Some allies, the same man came in and lost how many games in a row, but he kept the job. Mm. Literally, literally half a season didn't win. Remember a time ago when I went on that Brexit rant on this podcast? <laughs> I'm going to do it again, you know. <laughs> I really don't want to do it again. <laughs> it's bullshit. Huddersfield and Brighton Hove Albion, they're doing quite well this year. Even though the... the, the Where the, Brighton bottom, right? Brighton and Huddersfield... Huddersfield oh, 11th. Swansea bottom now. Swansea it? bottom, yeah. Okay. Huddersfield 11th, Brighton 12th. Brighton 12th. 11th or 12th? Yeah. They are doing oh! so... They are doing so well. Both of the managers, David Wagner and Chris Hewitt, mm. um, they... In my opinion, outside shots for managers of but, the but, year. But I'm not going to hold my breath because if they... I'm being so honest. If they stay up and then they have a poor start to the season they're going to sack it they're going to sack one of their managers and try and bring in one of the British guys so, will be the next I don't think Brighton will I think Brighton will no Brighton won't no, no actually, I don't think either I, I think Brighton will Huddersfield I think wouldn't let me tell you why Huddersfield but Brighton okay Huddersfield Huddersfield why not Huddersfield won't do that because David Wagner picked up Huddersfield when they were 16 for the championship hmm overachieved massively hmm. to get them into the Premier League after a season yeah, and a half. yeah 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 and now they're halfway in the season and they're mid-table. On top of that, if they get relegated, they were still going to get hella TV money and parachute mm. payments, which is going to settle the club, which is going to actually propel them to where they would be in a probably a better situation if they had not got mm. promoted in the first place. They would still be in a better situation if they got relegated. Why I say Brighton won't is because, once again, overachieved. Massive, massively yeah, yeah. Brighton massively. have no right to be in the Premier League massively but, none but whatsoever that's, but that's my worry because a lot of clubs that have not a lot of clubs but some clubs that have overachieved in their first two or three seasons in the league have 
they'll sack their manager and they'll bring in these guys. I'm not trying to say that this is their philosophy. I don't mm. know. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? But I worry about that because... Mm. Yeah, clubs t- tweak. As soon as it gets, the going gets tough. Exactly. Tweak they, they tweak. And Hutton started off very well. And so has David Wagner. But well, we know what he's done. So, you know, we saw, yeah. you know what both of them have done. Yeah. You know, the only, I only criticised Hutton earlier in the podcast when we first started for the season is because I was worried about the fact that they were so clear in the championship but somehow let Newcastle yeah. win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that kind of thing worries me. But I know he's a good manager. Uh. And Wagner's done a fantastic job. So, look, at the end of the day, where they are right now is fantastic. Yeah. You know, but obviously, sat your manager like Everton did. <laughs> Relegation battle. This is probably the final-ish topic. So it's between, I'd say... 15 and 20, maybe? Who's there? Newcastle, Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth, West Brom, Swansea. The ones above are Stoke, Southampton, Brighton, Huddersfield. Ideally for me, in terms of selfishness and teams I dislike, <laughs> if West Brom go down, I would be ecstatic. Because I just, they're everything in the Premier League teams that I dislike. At least, at least, at least Swansea, Bournemouth... Swansea are going. Swansea are going. Swansea are going. They've just there's no no, but I just feel I just feel with with Bournemouth, they they stick to their philosophy and I respect that, and in this country the the pundits are too quick to go oh if it doesn't work you got to change it straight away but no yeah. like it is what it is and then when Pep does it everybody's clapping their hands and like falling over him so anyhow sticking to his philosophy I really hope it's re- rewarded. West Brom are enough I'm sorry but they're a nothing club they're a nothing club and there was no excuses to see mad empty seats in the Premier League and there was so many empty seats in West Brom games it happens I see it as well though there's, yeah, there's still no excuse especially mm, yeah. for them Jesus Christ <laughs> this is probably the best football they've ever seen and this and stadium's not full yet because mm-hmm. they don't have a London base that's why not because they don't have a London base <laughs> but because <laughs> the <old> team <laughs> <laughs> we out here. We out here. They don't even have a Manchester base, to be real. Yeah, yeah. No, you kind of monopolise that that city. But um, yeah. So who's going down for you? So Swansea, yes. Swansea, West Brom, um... Palace. No, I still think Palace will go down. I think out of Newcastle, Bournemouth, and West Ham, and them. I think they'll be they'll be the teams to go down. I see the other three being able to sail. I think Stoke might Off go one. down. You think Stoke's in this? I don't think Stoke are going down. Stoke are in this. They're in it. I mean, they are because they've, they've conceded the most goals, 40. 40 so far. They're in it, but I think, I think they'll be fine. I genuinely think they'll be fine. Marcus has been... Marcus he's been poor. He's been and that's been quiet. For a, for a while no, the, well. the, the, the whispers are starting to come out slowly, bit by bit. No, but, but if you consider for how long he's been poor... No, they've been poor for a long time, yeah. Absolutely. And on top of that, Mark Hughes has got one of those jobs where... You know how when a top club loses a manager and they start bitching well why don't they give a, a young manager a young English manager a chance Mark yes. Hughes has got one of those jobs where and Lee Johnson who's taken Bristol City to to third which is a massive overachievement I don't talk about Bristol City yeah but yeah, it is what it is <laughs> um, fuck their gifts yeah <laughs> their gifts are bad but, but he will not like he deserves to be or somebody of his ilk a young manager doing good things deserves to have the chance at a club like Stoke City way before they deserve to have a chance at Everton or above. Mm. 
Uh, Mark Hughes has been bad at this for a while. And this is one of the reasons why we, we go against the Pulises and that, because they're the ones that, they're the gatekeepers to those jobs that the young riders should really be getting. And I think Stoke are a bit, just they're just a bit stale now. Mm. I, I don't know what type of team they are. There's no direction. From, yeah, exactly. You don't know what type. They're, like, they're, they're, they're no longer good at the stuff that they were good at under Pulis. And uh, they're not really as as full of fear of the boys as they'd like to think they they are. They sort of rely on Shakiri moments of brilliance to get him through the games, and saves from Butler on the other end. So I, I don't. I, they just don't really seem like they give much. Also, Sander Berahino can't score. He hasn't scored since he joined. He hasn't scored for two years almost. Peter Crouch is still getting games and scoring when he comes on. But Peter Crouch is not a Premier League standard footballer anymore, in my opinion. So I just don't really know where the consistent amount of goals are coming from. Hmm. Yeah, it's just there isn't enough in that team. So don't you think yeah, they've got enough to stay up? Michael, bottom three. Swansea, West Brom. And what's all I said? Um, There's Bournemouth, West Ham, Crystal. You said Palace. Palace. Yeah. So how would I allow it? Allow what? Allow it. We said the forward last year. He's already heard. He's already heard messages that what's what's his name? What's him? Pep. Yep. And Mm. now he's going to start performing for a bit, and then if Pep starts smelling him a bit more, he'll dip. He will turn. He's gone. (laughs) All right. So halfway through the season, who's going to get top goal scorer? Currently, Kane. Currently, Kane. So I said Kane from the beginning of the season. It's Kane. Kane has been doing this shit for time. He gives everybody a month head start to, <laughs> to, to gas themselves into thinking they'll be top goal scorer. The only one that can stop him is Salah. Salah's on 15. They, they're, both, they're both level on 15 see, right now. So, see, and we're, and Spurs we're are not even that great. Yeah, Salah and Kane, are doing, they're, they're, they're going. But I think it'll be Kane. But when, if, if Salah gets it, then fantastic. But yeah. Nah, it's going to be Harry Kane. Harry, Ka- Harry Kane Jesus. is... He loves to sleep. Sterling's on the same amount of goals as Aguero. Lukaku has 10. Rooney has 10 as well. Morata nine. Hey Zeus, you must be fuming. <laughs> you, you know how you know how pissed off I am, innit? <laughs> you know how pissed off I am. Because I never wait really to leave. Alright, a more interesting debate. Assist. So there are three players currently on eight assists and they all play for Man City. De Bruyne, Sane and Silva. Who's getting it? Ooh! Mm. Aaron Ramsey has six. That's disgusting. Assist? Yes. Where's Ozil? He's got five, but just one below him. How much has KDB got? Eight. Right. Honestly, I think Ozil or KDB. KDB? Ozil or KDB. Okay. I can't decide between you. I know Ozil's only on five right now, but Ozil will start catching. Ozil, the difference between Ozil and KDB is KDB plays a lot more balls than Ozil. So, what Ozil does, and it's not not a slight on KDB because KDB's passes are quality, Mm. but Ozil focuses so much on the quality that sometimes he doesn't doesn't play enough balls. Mm. So, his balls That's need to perfect one, yeah. yeah. So his balls need to be perfect for him to play that pass. If not, then he's not gonna play it. Whereas KDB, a lot more. To be honest, KDB also sprays passes a lot. So even if it's not, even if it's not a clear cut opportunity, he'll still look to make that pass to see if you can take advantage yeah. of that chance. Whereas Özil will try and create it for you to literally have a chance at goal for you that you should be scoring. But it depends how many times Arsenal players get in that situation for him to do that. Yeah, it probably okay. won't be KDB, but I won't be surprised if Urs will catch us up. Does who's winning the Champions League? 
that's a tough one. To it's not going to be Madrid. No, it will be Madrid. You are like, oh. you are like Madrid. Don't just do weird stuff on February. <laughs> you know, it's and coming. Also, also, they, 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 this is the only thing they have to play for. Mm, yeah. So that's true. I think it comes down to either. I would hate if Madrid make it three three in a row. Though. I think it comes down to either Madrid, PSG, or Man City. City. Yeah. I think it's because not because they're the best team but because they've got the most efficient way to win football matches and it's a cup competition yeah Darren face God level Real Madrid yet man no I think God level Real Madrid first but I also think that City have got the most proficient way to win football oh, matches yeah. I've said that consistently oh look guys me and I are winning 2-1 is it, is it my boy Martial I, I, to be honest I, I just don't care we both like <laughs> I think I support Martial more than I support my yeah, I think you do. Martial, I think you Martial do. Active, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Michael, where can they find us? Oh we done. Yeah man. <laughs> is this our podcast on the the yeah. Half a half season review, yeah. Half season Might the last podcast of the year. So we no, this will be re- so we're releasing this, what's it? So we're next year. So okay, so, so oh so we're not recording it again this year. No, no. Merry Christmas. Can we, can we do Merry Christmas. Merry Happy New Year. Well, we'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. I just killed food. Um <laughs> Top Biz you know? Top Biz of the Year. Top ends of the year? Can you think of one? Because I, I, my one was um, Charlie Daniels. Oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> the way you licked that, yeah. yeah I, th- I think you need, I, think, I don't. Not enough respect for me has gone to Ozil for the goal he scored. Yeah, the Newcastle. I think that goal. The tech, oh, the volley! Yeah, the techers, the techers, the techers. I'm sorry. The techers, the techers not even just that, but the fact that he used. He, he judged read, the he flight the of the ball so well, and just everything was just clean way here. Mesut Ozil was one of the most underrated strikers Bruh. of the ball. He, his, the technique oh. to score, just to lift it over keepers, he's such a brilliant. Is unmatched. Player. Nobody does it. It's unrivaled. Nobody so, does so it. Someone done a thread of him, how he kicks the ball. He kicks the top of the ball for a purposeful bounce. Yeah, it's it's un, oh, it's unreal. He's so smart. Yeah, so match intelligent, match man. Again. Yeah, you know he's oh he's brilliant. He's actually brilliant, honestly. Do you know what? So, what... Ozil? Yeah. Ozil, the way it's about Daniel's goal, yeah, <laughs> is the fact that when the ball came down, I expected him to just touch it and then try and cross. It's the fact that he, he didn't even look at the goal. The ball came, it bounced. He yeah, said, you know, I'm going to lick this. And when we say top corner, because Ozil's one was top corner, but it was top corner at the back of the net. Yeah. This is top corner next to the crossbar. That's another level. You know what I mean? So, for me, that's... That goal was stupid. We wouldn't so be... I'll, I'll give it to him for that. We wouldn't be doing Charlie Daniels a disservice by saying he'll never hit a ball sweeter than that in his life. He probably thinks that himself. Mm. I mean, you hear a lot of... When you hear a lot of his... Oh, so Rooney's oh, goal against Everton was the technique. Oh, West Ham, That goal was... Well. Jesus Christ. He just is... The ball is coming at a speed and he controls the ball. Like... Like, you see, you're talking about Lukaku and him on 10. You see how it makes me mad? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine Lukaku... Having the time to think, you know what? Let me hear what this technique can control the ball. He do bush, bruv. He do land on the A13 near my house. You know what I mean? So, do you, do you know what what makes me have more respect for that goal? I listened to a Rooney interview not long after it, and he said that he exactly what he wanted to do was hit the ball flat, so it have pace, so the keeper didn't have time to run back and get it, as opposed to hitting it up and lobbing it over. That's what the and you can do. When does he have time to do that? <laughs> that's good and he's like, bullshit. This shit is like, the, like, that's unreal. Mm. That's unreal and that's technique. Mm, mm. But we sold him. Wanted to go back home. Michael, 
Where can I find it's he fine. He did. Guy. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's he had no choice. <laughs> Michael, where can they find us? I don't care. I, mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. We're all mad about Rudy. <laughs> um, SoundCloud, Twitter, iTunes, Free in Midfield. Subscribe, like, comment, talk. Come on Monday mm. if you want. Yeah. Maybe not randoms on Twitter. But if you got, if you got, I know if, one or two of them. If you've got a name. Four, five, six, seven. Got a name. Or a verified tick. Or a verified tick. You're welcome. Especially rare fight yeah. shit, man. Yeah, we're well, yeah. really come true. Jesus. Jordan come true. Have a happy new year. Your food. Your food. Turkey, chicken, lamb, duck, whatever you're munching. Not roast. Bruv. Bruv. If it's your birthday from now to New Year's, get the birthday sex. Jesus Christ. That's right. Oh my God. And yeah, just kill food, man. Enjoy it. If you don't eat more than two things, you should just fight. You really don't. You don't. This has been another episode of the free video field map. Shout out. Yeah, you triggered me, man. This is a family podcast. This is a with the amount of with the amount of sea bombs that we dropped in this podcast. Yeah, it's a family podcast. Anyway, this is another episode of the Film Podcast. Good.